many of us always think how to escape our 9 to 5 jobs and find our freedom i know that's an interesting topic which most of you must be looking forward to so in today's episode let us chat with rachel smets on this interesting topic this is the guiding voice podcast series the guiding voice for a better future folks i am your host navin samala just a fellow it professional on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe Through the guiding voice we help successful leaders share their knowledge and wisdom with the world so that our audience will acquire more knowledge for every minute than any other podcast in this space. Thank you so much for joining me and we are extremely pleased to have Rachel part of our journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Rachel, hearty welcome to the guiding voice and I'm super excited to have you joining me today. Oh, thank you so much Navin. I'm super excited to be here. Yay. <laughs> All right so let's cruise into our conversation and uh, Rachel maybe you can quickly share your professional journey and the top 3 things that I've helped you so far Okay sure um awesome so um uh, my journey in a nutshell is that I've been living around the world in many different countries I was working a corporate job I burned out completely I hated it I didn't like to work for a boss so I started escaping and I did not do that overnight I always say don't jump without a parachute you know have a plan and so I made a plan and I transitioned so I call it a career transition you know I didn't take the leap of faith like everybody's like oh just jump and take the leap of faith no 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 don't do it so that would be my top one as part of my journey uh you know so I did escape my corporate I am living the life of my dreams I am traveling the world now I am literally every month in another country and I'm loving it because I now live a laptop lifestyle and that's really what I wanted because for me freedom is my biggest value freedom means doing what i want when i want where i want and so to come back to your question about my top 3 uh lessons of my journey it is one have a plan don't take the leap of faith like i just said don't just jump but have a plan two is confidence i learned to grow my confidence through taking action i was not born with confidence nobody's born with confidence it's something that people now look at me and i'm on my youtube channel you know creating videos i did my tedx talks i stand on the stage in front of you know so, such a big audience i was not born with confidence i learned it i learned it and how did i learn it that's my top number 3 by overcoming a lot of fears because yes i am not fearless and i don't want to be fearless but i face my fears and i take power over my fears time and time again in every country that i arrive i don't know anything i don't know anyone i'm getting lost and i'll find my way and that's how i approach my life fantastic rachel and that brings me to my next question like you are currently a clarity coach right and how do you help individuals and why did you choose that path Yes, thank you. Great question. Uh, I am a clarity coach. Why? Because clarity really helps you go from chaos in your mind to, you know, confidence and and clarity on your roadmap. And so I became a clarity coach because when I was still working my 9 to 5 job, I just didn't know where to start and I didn't know how to figure it out and I didn't know, you know, I really didn't know where to start. And so I was overwhelmed because of the overwhelm of information on the internet because of everybody saying different things and 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 you watch webinars and you know take courses and listen to him and, and like you know you ask other people and anyway. So 
if there's one thing I don't want for my clients, it's overwhelm. And so I, I call myself a clarity coach because I'm, I became really good in seeing the clarity. And what I do is I always give one next step. It's always about taking one next step after the other. Instead of being overwhelmed, instead of doing, you know, 10 things at the same time, one next step. And that's how you achieve what you really want. Fabulous. And you mentioned you were able to escape nine to five job and that didn't happen just like that. You had yes. a perfect plan and you jumped with a parachute. So how yeah. was that journey with a parachute? <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, yeah, it, it is a process. It is a journey. So it is first about getting clear and getting that self-awareness. Like, like I mentioned in the beginning is I burned out completely, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me because it made me stop and take a look at myself. So I would advise everybody's listening and watching here is stop and take a look at you. Take a look at yourself. And that self-awareness was something I never, I never looked at myself because I just kept climbing that corporate ladder. And until I realized I was climbing the wrong ladder because it wasn't meant for me to be in a job working for a boss and being a manager with all these benefits, looking great on the outside, but feeling very miserable and unhappy on the inside. So stop, take a look at yourself. What is it that you like? What is it that you don't like? What is your vision? Then create a very clear goal. This is not something that happens just like that. You know, I take my clients through a process, but having a very clear goal and that goal, usually people think, oh, well, I'm good in IT, I should do more of IT. I'm good in marketing, I should do more marketing. And the truth is, Naveen, that most of the time, the goal is something completely different. Completely different. But we forget. We forget what we really want because we are pushed in different directions. And so after we create that, it's about taking small actions towards that goal that really is your purpose and that will make you money as well. Excellent. That's great. And uh, moving to my next question, you mentioned you're traveling one country per month, right? So can we also really quit our jobs to travel the world full time? Do you think it is possible? Yeah, and I, but it's the same thing. You know, I did not just do that overnight. Like I, I, when I was still in my corporate job, I started traveling more. You know, I started, you know, with, with one week and then two weeks and then go back. And I always came back to my job. And then that's why I call it a transition. You know, nothing happens overnight, you know, nothing. And then I started, you know, being able to do more work remotely. That's when I could travel a month. And then I liked it so much that I traveled two months. But I always came back. I always came back home until I decided a year and a half ago, just like, you know what? This is working great. I enjoyed it because people sometimes think they like to travel. So they, they would love to travel more, to do it full time. But if you don't try it with anything else, you know, whatever you want to do, try it, test it, see if you like it. For me, I tried, I tested, I increased my time of travel. I really enjoyed it. And now, yeah, I, I, I don't have a home anymore because I decided to sell everything and travel full time. So I don't have a home anymore. So I'm, I'm always traveling until I no longer enjoy it. But at the moment, I'm really enjoying, you know, discovering new places and new people. And so I keep doing it. That's awesome. <laughs> really awesome. And um, so during the first question, you answered that uh, you gained confidence through actions and all, right? So yeah. what is your advice for people who want to awaken confidence within themselves? Yeah, that's a great question. And it is actually the first book that I've ever written because I, I, I studied psychology and I study a lot of people and I interviewed a lot of big names 
that show a lot of confidence. And I thought, wow, you know, they, they have it all. How do they do it? And they all had one thing in common. And they all said, we're not born with confidence. We really had to learn to grow that muscle of confidence. It's just like going to the gym. You don't go to the gym once and you come out all muscled and toned. No, you have to go back and repeat and repeat. And so it's about taking small actions. And these actions are, I have 11 confidence hacks. The main ones that I can mention are slowly step out of your comfort zone. Like do something out of your comfort. It could be small. Cook something or eat something that you're not used to. Wake up in the morning and don't make up your bed. Take a different route uh, to work or to wherever you want to go. Like, or, or speak to a stranger. Go into a store and just address and just start a conversation with someone. You know, whatever it means to you, but do something out of your comfort. You know, and, and that is like, you know, overcome small fears. You know, don't try to climb the mountain. Just, you know, climb a hill and start there. Another big, big hack that made a massive difference in my life is, is to surround yourself with different people. Because the people that you aspire, the people that motivate you, and not the people who are holding you back. So in my case, when I was still working my corporate job, the longer I was around my colleagues, they were doing a job and they liked it. That's not the place where I wanted to stay. I wanted to go. I wanted to be a digital nomad. I wanted to travel. So I started surrounding myself with entrepreneurs, with digital nomads, with, you know, and just shifting, you know, those kind of friends and relationships that you have into who do you want to be? Surround yourself with people that you want to be with. And the last thing I want to say is a big hack is I really work on my mindset day in, day out, still today. The mindset is everything. Like the more I told myself, like, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. I, I you know, I will never make it. Well, guess what? You'll stay stuck. And so when I started to learn the power of those stories in our minds and just telling myself, like, I can do this. You know, I got this. I'm going to make it. I'm an entrepreneur. I can travel. I can do what I want, you know, and things started to shift. Really, they do. So, Rachel, now uh, shifting gears and let's talk about how to overcome the fears. Mm. Okay. Well, I'm going to continue then on the mindset because what is a fear? A fear is a story that you tell yourself. So a fear is something, let's just say you're laying in bed and you hear a noise and you imagine a burglar in the house. What happens? You start, you know, your heart starts beating faster. You start sweating. You start panicking. You're like, you're so worried. You know, we're worried because of what? Because of a story that there is a burglar. Is the reality that there's a burglar? No. But it's because of that story that, that you put into your mind. You know, why are people fearful? Because most of the time, we always fear the worst case scenario. You know, the fears usually start with, well, what if I fail? What if I'm not going to make it? What if I lose money? What if, what if people are not going to accept me? What if, what if, what if? And we then add the worst case scenario. So why don't you start thinking about the best case scenario? What if I succeed? What if I make money? What if I get really happy? You know, so shift the story in your mind. And to prove you the power of the mind, I want to give you a very small exercise. I want you, all of you watching or listening, to imagine you're holding half of a lemon in your hand. Just imagine that. Just You can close your eyes if you want. I'll close my eyes. Just imagine half of a lemon in your hand. Now you imagine taking a bite 
out of that lemon. Do you feel that water in your mouth? Like, like, oh my goodness, that bitterness of that lemon? I'm not, I'm not holding a lemon. We're not holding a lemon. We're not holding a real lemon here. It's just by the power of thinking about biting into a lemon that the water starts going into your mouth, that you have that bitterness, you know, that taste. Like, it's fantastic how powerful our mind is. So use that power of your mind, which is free, by the way. It doesn't cost anything. It just costs you the effort and to push. Like every time you have a worst case scenario, boom, you ship. And I started doing that. Like negative thought, I can't, but I can. I'm not good enough. I am good enough. And I do this over and over and over and over again. The power of auto-suggestion. And with any fear that you have, with any worry, with any doubt, come back to the present moment and just shift your thoughts and change that story. It's going to make a massive difference in your life. Super. I'm, I'm loving every bit of this conversation and <laughs> such a wonderful tips. And moving to my next question, you mentioned about uh, becoming a digital nomad, right? So yeah. can you shed more light around that? Yeah, sure. For me, when I was still working my nine to five job, I, I just wanted to escape. Like I said, freedom is my biggest value and I just wanted more freedom. Uh, did I know I wanted to be a digital nomad? No, but I started traveling more and I really liked the lifestyle. And for me, a digital nomad, well, what it means is that I started creating income sources online so that I could have a laptop lifestyle. So all I need is my laptop. And I started creating multiple streams of income that I could all do through my laptop. So I became, you know, I started, I have several videos on my YouTube channel, like literally the very beginning steps, because I really started, like I had no technical skills. I didn't know where to begin. And so I, I really put my toes into that digital life and I started teaching languages. I love languages. I did some proofreading. I, I don't do any of that anymore. But it was my way of figuring out, hey, I can actually earn money online. So I was tutoring, you know, tutoring. I was, you know, giving some workshops online. I was, you know, and there's all these. I was earning so little money, Naveen. But it was good because I was still working my corporate job. I didn't really need the money, but I was learning and I was growing online. And so it's really about creating these multiple streams of income. And now, you know, I'm a full-time coach. I'm, I'm, I freelance as well. I do workshops, webinars. I have my YouTube channel. So it evolves um, and you find your path and you find your voice. But really it's about, yeah, the digital nomad is, is I'm making money online and all I need is my laptop and I can work remotely from anywhere I want. That's nice, uh, Rachel. And here comes my next question. Uh, many of us aspire to work abroad and live abroad, right? So what would be your tips for those who are planning to live abroad and start working there? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. And my second book is called Living Abroad Successfully because before I started traveling full time, I lived in many different countries and I'm also a cultural di uh, difference expert. And it's the cultural shock that is something that people don't usually prepare for. Because again, people underestimate how big of a shift living in another country is. And I'm loving everything of it, you know, and I, and I certainly, uh, I feel rich of experience from living abroad. But I, I just want to warn people, like, if you like to travel, it doesn't mean that you will enjoy actually living in another country. So I, I just want you to realize that if you're very attached to your family, to your friends, to the life that you have, if you have certain routines, like, you know, you play 
you know, soccer or cricket in a team or you, you know, you you have your weekly coffee with, with some family or something. You're not going to have that anymore. And I really want you to be aware of that big change. But not only that, when you arrive in another country, be aware that, you know, it could be a different language. I lived in a lot of countries with a completely different language, which is great because I love languages and I learn and I speak a lot. But um, so language is an issue, but also the culture. You know, it's new foods, new habits, new etiquettes, you know, business etiquettes. How do you greet? How do you talk? How do you build relationships? You arrive in a country, you're, you don't know anybody. You know, you have to make friends from scratch, you know, you, you're, and it takes time. So if you're a person that, you know, you attach to your friends and then suddenly you're going to feel alone and lonely, you know, and then also the cultural habits, you know, it's, it's, and then the food and then, you know, you go to a grocery store and, and suddenly everything is different and the prices are different and, and the fruits that you usually have are not there, you know? So there's a lot to take in, you know, there's a lot to take into consideration. So please, you know, again, with just like when you plan your escape of your job, plan, plan, do your research. How's the country? What are the events? Well, how is the culture? What's the food like? What are the prices, the lifestyle? The, you know, just really, really do your research. It's worth it. Excellent. I think those are all some practical tips to be wa- and uh, which we have to be watchful about before making a decision and all. Thank you for uh, sharing all those wonderful insights. And this has been a fabulous conversation so far, Rachel. Now let us add some spice to the episode. With your consent, I'm going to kick off a quick rapid fire round. Are you okay? Ready. Shoot. <laughs> all right. Here comes my first bullet. What was your childhood fantasy, Rachel? Ooh, great question. Um, oh my goodness. I don't, I, I didn't really have one. Um, I didn't really have one. So, sorry, sorry. No, not to no, no worries. Yeah, we'll move to the next one. <laughs> what is one best piece of advice that you have received so far? To try and live a life without regrets. I think that's, yeah, to, to live in a moment. Let's put it that way. To live every day in a moment. Wow. Oh. So profound. <laughs> All right. Now, can you describe one life-changing incident that changed your perspective altogether? Yeah, I think what I mentioned before is my burnout. You know, it really made me stop and look at myself and, and stop comparing myself to others and just realize like, wait, whose life am I living here? It's my life. It's nobody else's life. Whose path am I following? Following the crowd? No, I'm making my own path. And I'm just doing what I really want and what makes me really happy. And if I... Yeah, I just I just want a life without regrets. You know, I don't I don't want to let me put it this way. I don't want to live a life that at the end of your life you look back upon and it's like, oh, I wish I had. You know, <laughs> no, I did. I did. I did want I did do what I wanted. All right. Moving to the next one. As you have lived in many countries and you would have come across different dialects and languages. So what will be your one favorite word from other language? <laughs> okay uh, I would say well when you say love I would say amor amor oh. in Spanish I love oh. that um, yeah I'm going to keep to that because I think it, it's very meaningful okay great last one for the rapid fire being a digital nomad I am really curious to hear from you what will be your what will be the technology or gadget that you would like to see or invent yourself um a tinder no that's already existing um some oh some i don't know there's so many apps already existing actually um 
I don't know. I was just thinking about a dating or some, you know, some meeting people thing, but there's Tinder, there's Bumble, there's, there's so many already out there. I'm not an inventor. That's not me. I want to inspire and motivate people, you know, to live their best lives. I'm not an inventor. I'm not technical either. So, yeah. So, f- fair enough. That, that's all right. Now let's go back to the mainstream and one final conversation. And one final question for today's conversation, Rachel. What will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make aspiring to make big in their careers or lives yeah focus on your next best step just realize that you have to start today with one small action and so my question i will i will turn this into a question because i want people to take action i just i don't want you to just listen to all these podcasts and beautiful Naveen's, you know episodes it's great but i want you to you know take action from it Don't just listen, but take action. So I'm going to turn this into a question. Like, what is the one small, small thing that you can do next? Like, it could be watch another, you know, watch one of my videos, reach out to me. It could be talk to somebody who you aspire, talk to a stranger, have a conversation. Like, you know, maybe uh, dive into the, learn something so you can make money online. Like, you know, what is one small thing that you can do and do it? Fantastic. Thank you so much. And I thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. Thank you so much for joining me and pleasure talking to you. Yeah, thank you, Naveen. All right. So folks, before we move into the trivia section, here is a request to you. In case if you haven't subscribed to us already, please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from. Also, if you have loved this conversation and found it useful, request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice. Thank you so much in advance. Now, let's hop into the trivia segment of today's episode. And today's trivia is about introverts. Right? Many people think being an introvert is bad. But again, there is no good or bad about being an introvert or extrovert. Right? And being an introvert is not the cause of one's low self-esteem at all. Because many introverts have healthy confidence. However, people who lack self-assurance are more often than not introverted. Because they are seeking social aversion, which means they are trying to avoid getting in contact with others and all. So that's all for today. Thank you so much for joining me. And uh, before I let you go, please share your topic recommendations or guest speaker suggestions through social media or email me at theguidingvoiceforyou at gmail.com. Folks, I'm your host, Navin Samala, just a fellow IT professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make a difference in the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Until next time, bye-bye.